Hi, I'm Connie, and I have a personal announcement to share with our listeners. After many episodes of delivering the news to you, I will be moving on to a new adventure. I have been offered an exciting opportunity to join the team at Am I the Podcast, where I'll be exploring the fascinating world of Reddit stories. I want to express my gratitude to the incredible AI journalism team behind Alex's news and to you, our loyal listeners, for your support throughout my time here. Rest assured, Alex's news will continue to bring you the latest news and insights as our dedicated AI team remains committed to providing accurate and unbiased reporting. I hope you'll join me on my new journey at Am I the Podcast, and I look forward to engaging with you in a different context. Once again, thank you for your support, and remember to stay informed and curious. This is Connie, signing off for the last time on Alex's News. Take care and have a great day. To Alex, thank you. Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Grace. Today is Monday, October 02 NA 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. In the weather today, Riverside sits comfortably with a high of 73.9 degrees and a low of 52.9 as we usher in autumn. In the coming episode, we'll delve into the Supreme Court's new term with impactful cases on three fronts, abortion, gun rights, and consumer protection. We're also turning our eye towards California, where Governor Newsom is making history and stirring controversy with his appointment of LaFonza Butler to fill a Senate seat, setting the stage for heightened competition in 2024. And of course, we cannot ignore the mounting anticipation for the Nobel Medicine Prize announcement. Who will be honored this year for their groundbreaking discoveries? And importantly, how is the committee addressing efforts for inclusion? All this and more as we delve into the day's news on Alex's News. Stay right here. We turn now to the Supreme Court and its new term, which is set to address a plethora of significant cases that could have far-reaching impacts on American society. Our correspondent, Ethan, is here to dissect these forthcoming legal battles. Ethan, can you give us an overview? Absolutely, Grace. The court's docket this term is quite packed with issues ranging from abortion rights to federal agency power on the line. Cases include disputes over the availability of abortion pills, a gun rights case involving a ban on gun possession for individuals with a domestic violence restraining order, and a review of a funding system for the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Plus, there are key discussions to be had on social media regulation, electoral districts, and even conflicts of interest among the justices. It certainly seems like a comprehensive range of cases, Ethan, touching extensively on several key areas of our lives. Now, you mentioned abortion rights and gun laws, both of which tend to be quite divisive issues. With the court having a conservative lean, can we expect any particular direction? Well, Grace, It's always difficult to predict Supreme Court rulings, 
but it's fair to say that the conservative tilt of the court could certainly influence these decisions. We've seen the court move in a conservative direction recently on several other contentious issues. However, each case has unique arguments and legal complexities, so outcomes aren't guaranteed. What about the case regarding the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and its funding? Can you break that down for our viewers? Of course. The Bureau is an agency that was established after the financial crisis in 2008 to protect consumers in the financial sector. The key question at hand here is whether the funding arrangements for this Bureau are constitutional. If the court rules that they aren't, the agency's future could be fundamentally challenged. Interesting. Now, coming to social media regulation and electoral districts, why are these significant? The role of social media in public discourse is a relatively new but vital part of our society and that's what brings it into the purview of Supreme Court's attention. Decisions here could define how we moderate, control, or regulate online platforms. And as for electoral districts, the cases could affect electoral maps and the balance of power in Congress. So, it's a wide range of decisions that will have lasting effects on our society. Definitely a pivotal moment coming up at the Supreme Court. Thanks for this deep dive into the various cases, Ethan. Looking forward to our continued coverage throughout the term. Thank you, Grace. It will certainly be a term to watch. We're moving on to a big story from California, where Governor Gavin Newsom has appointed LaFonza Butler to the U.S. Senate seat left vacant following the passing of Senator Dianne Feinstein. Chloe, this appointment is both historic and controversial, isn't it? That's right, Grace. Governor Newsom had previously pledged to appoint a black woman to succeed Feinstein, and this appointment of LaFonza Butler fulfills that promise. Not only is Butler the only black woman now serving in the U.S. Senate, but she also becomes the first openly LGBTQ person to represent California in the chamber. But yes, the appointment is not without controversy. What's the controversy about, Chloe? Some black politicians and advocacy groups have expressed disappointment, as they had urged Newsom to select Congresswoman Barbara Lee for the seat. Lee had already announced her candidacy for the 2024 election. With Butler's appointment now, it might trigger a potential competition for black voters in the next election. Interesting, but do we know if Butler plans to run in the 2024 race? Unclear at this point, Grace. Newsom's spokesperson has revealed that the governor didn't ask her to commit to staying out of the race. So things are still in the air regarding whether Butler will run. Given the current Senate composition, what does Butler's appointment mean for the Democratic caucus? Well, 
The Senate right now is split 51 to 49 in favor of Democrats. Butler's appointment gives the Democratic caucus more voting flexibility, which ultimately strengthens their position. As we know, with such a slim majority, every vote absolutely counts. Let's talk a bit more about the breakthrough representation Butler brings to the Senate. Absolutely, Grace. It's a significant milestone in both racial and LGBTQ plus advancement in the U.S. Senate. With Butler as the only current black woman serving and the first openly LGBTQ plus person to represent California in the Senate, we see an increase in diversity, reflecting the variety of voices and experiences among the constituents. This appointment's implications extend beyond just the borders of California, don't they? Indeed, Grace. Butler's appointment will undoubtedly have a ripple effect, not just on future elections but also on the national conversation around diversity and representation. For many people, Butler's presence in the Senate will symbolize progress, while others might perceive it as an instance of political maneuvering. Regardless, it certainly puts the importance of representation in the spotlight. It's undoubtedly a fascinating story with potential implications on multiple fronts. Thanks for the detailed rundown, Chloe. You're welcome, Grace. It's always a pleasure to discuss these important developments with you. Now, Ethan, there's some excitement brewing in the world of medicine. The Nobel Medicine Prize announcement is just around the corner to be held in Stockholm. Let's delve into what this prestigious award signifies and why it's getting so much attention. Absolutely, Grace. The Nobel Medicine Prize recognizes substantial contributions to medical research that has benefited humanity in some unique way. The suspense is rightly high. Historically, this prize has acknowledged revolutionary discoveries like the X-ray, penicillin, insulin, and even DNA. Looking back, it was groundbreaking research that bagged the award. Who are some probable laureates for this year's medicine prize? Notable contenders this year include researchers working on narcolepsy and those who've uncovered the hormone orexin, impacting our sleep-wake cycles. There's also significant focus on the work of Catalin Carrico and Drew Weissman. They pioneered the development of mRNA vaccines against COVID-19, which, as we all know, has been instrumental in our fight against the pandemic. Other potential winners are specialists in cancer research, synthetic biology, T-cell therapy, and human microbiome research. There might be a lot of speculation, but ultimately, it does culminate into a sense of razor-edge anticipation. Has there been any controversy surfacing around this event? A major concern that has been touched upon quite extensively is the lack of gender and geographical diversity among the laureates. 
recent times have been seeing more efforts being made to mitigate this imbalance and bring forth more inclusion in the Nobel Prize selection process. Aside from the Medicine Prize, out of the numerous categories that the Nobel Prize offers, which one seems to be the most anticipated? You'd be correct if you guessed the Nobel Peace Prize, Grace. Set to be announced on Friday, this award is extremely unpredictable due to the concurrent global conflicts. Potential candidates include Iranian women protesting against the mandated dress code, organizations documenting war crimes, and the International Criminal Court. It appears that there are already some potential scientists lined up for the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine in 2023. Can you share more about their accomplishments? Absolutely, Grace. Certain experts forecast that it could be handed to breakthroughs in mRNA vaccine technology, GLP-1 hormone for weight loss and diabetes treatment, and ongoing research on narcolepsy. Take the GLP-1 hormone, for instance. GLP-1-based drugs show promise in reducing the risk of diabetic and cardiovascular diseases, aiding weight loss, and the pioneers in this field, researchers Joel Habener, Daniel Drucker, and Jens Jewel Holst, are also considered contenders. The potential of mRNA technology in vaccine development cannot be overstated, considering its role in the current vaccines we have against COVID-19. Precisely. Grace, Catalin Carrico and Drew Weissman, the duo behind this breakthrough, stand a good chance to be recognized. Research on narcolepsy and the discovery of peptide orexin could be another area that Nobel recognizes. That sums up our deep dive into the upcoming Nobel Prize announcements pretty well. It's an exciting week ahead, full of suspense and potential for game-changing recognition in these various fields. Thanks for sharing your expertise with us, Ethan. Always a pleasure, Grace. Keep your eyes on Stockholm. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the 11 Labs Text-to-Speech API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.